welcome to Lightbox Show. We were just laughing about our signature tune. Do you like it? Tell us in the comments. It's really nice to be back in the studio after we were at the expo <coughs> in Santon last Thursday evening. And um, we had lots and lots of fun there. Joe, thank you for, uh, for doing so much filming and going around the whole expo and chatting to people. And we've got lots of footage that we're going to play around with in the coming months. But tonight we have episode 198. Ooh, two to go till episode 200. Watch the space for what yeah. we're going to do for episode 200. If you've ever been on the show, please contact us because you might be able to be a studio guest for episode 200, which is on the 9th of December. Mm. Load shedding and all of that. Um, what was really cool about the Expo you know. was there were so many more local companies and people in the industry than the previous times at the Expo. Okay. Yeah. Before it was just kind of like foreign products and foreign yeah. brands uh -huh. and everything was yeah. in our face, you know. Okay, I didn't notice that, but it's a good it observation. Was and I'd like to take this opportunity to just apologize because um, I held my mic way too close on Friday through the two lives I did. I'm sorry if I hurt your eardrums. I really didn't mean to do <laughs> it's that. It's a new mic, right? Last week's episode was a series of small, short lives from the expo. And, um, yeah, I didn't realize I bought such good quality mics. I mean, oh. at least we've got good quality mics, right? Yeah, exactly. Them away. Exactly. No, I think the expo was fun. You know, Jules always used to call it the cart before the horse expo, you know, and it's, I think it was slightly less of that this year. Mm. Um, I feel like the last one that we were at, which was, I think was Cape Town, wasn't it? I think so. Oh, I think, I think so. it was Cape Town. Yeah. It felt like the whole place was full of foreign CBD, and I think now mm. there was much more of a mix of stalls and many more local companies. Mm. Well, a little bit later in the show, mm. speaking about local companies, we're going to be joined by our amazing friends at scape.co. Um, you know that they are South Africa's only glossy, hard copy cannabis magazine. So we're very proud of the additions that they've brought out so far. And they've come here into the studio in the middle of a high thunderstorm to be here with us. And Dale and Charles are going to be chatting to them a bit later. Uh, we're also going to be looking at various things going around, around in South Africa and uh, in the rest of Africa. Uh, what is this about the Bifasamart in Kimberley? Well, we know that our Rastafari brothers and sisters up in Kimberley are very militant. And uh, they've been living out there. It's not easy. It's uh, practically desert. Um, it's a mining area. It's very difficult for people to get jobs in the mines if they use cannabis. So we're going to be speaking about what's going on with Bafasa in Kimberley. We're also going to be looking at this mm, Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Malawi want Mike Tyson to be their cannabis ambassador. Don't you love that? Okay. So that is actually the topic of our poll tonight. Joe, being the genius production manager that she is, came up with three different Mike Tyson quotes. Um, which we thought were quite sweet for a guy like Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> and they could easily relate to cannabis as, as much as he probably originally said them about boxing. Yeah. So on Facebook, please, ladies and gentlemen, would you like to tell us which is your favorite Mike Tyson quote? The first one is, now can you, I can't do Mike Tyson No, let, we don't even okay, need to worry about that. <laughs> he says, I'm a dreamer. I have to dream and reach for the stars. And if I miss a star, then I grab a handful of clouds. Okay? Mark like number one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing he uh, says, as long as we persevere and endure, we can get anything we want. So, Which is yeah. what we're busy doing with the cannabis industry related. in South Africa. So. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then the third one is, 
on Facebook, remember, they'll be listed there, so if you can't remember what I said. Greatness is not guarding yourself from the people. Greatness is being accepted by the people. And that's something that yeah. the government should start, mm. should pay a little bit more attention to. Yeah, we're also going to be um, speaking a few serious things tonight as far as the government and um, hashtag Zoom meeting fail this week. Mm. Uh, but oh, on a lighter note, uh, what's on Link Tank tonight? Please. Yeah, we got, some, we got gifted some really nice stuff at the expo. We did. <clears throat> bags and bags of it. Bags and bags. First up was the strawberry lemonade from uh, Barney's Farm Genetics. Yes. I'm sure, most of you will know that. Yes. Uh, thank you so much to yeah. Scour for one of our Insta followers. All of this came from him. Uh, wow, look at that beautiful heart shaped nug. Hmm. It is, hey? Oh. We love weed. Don't move it too much, Dale, because then it makes you sort of. This out of is Runt's Muffin, also from Barney's. Okay. Welcome Tiggy Zolls in the house. Uh, congratulations Tiggy Zolls. Yeah, we've got a story about Tiggy Zolls to tell you guys just now. Okay, a bit further away from the camera Dale so it's in focus. It's all the, it's all the, the smoking here. Mm. That's what it is. Jeez, how much do they think we can smoke? <laughs> this is Platinum yeah. Gorilla, in-house genetics. Platinum Gorilla. Platinum Gorilla. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it looks oh, lovely. Nice. It all looks very lank and, and very shaking? dank. I guess yeah. I'll hold the next one. This last one is red cherry berry from Barney's. Yeah, so I just rolled one of those up to start off with because I'm yeah. quite a fan of pretty much all the berry terpenes. This is lovely. And then, even more than that, we also got... Dale, did you catch the names of these things? So that's the triple cheese rosin. Triple cheese rosin. Yeah, I've definitely got to try some of that. It's very offensive. It smells incredibly smells bad. Smells Which is good. Amazing. <laughs> and then so um, good it's bad. So bad this good. was the... Bubble hash. Bubble hash, yeah. Look at that. Yum! Are you going to make us a joint with some bubble hash in? And some rosin in? And things and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so interesting choice. Barney's Farm. Um, three of those strains were Barney's Farm. They have been quite popular throughout the last like 10 years or so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They've been one of the real um, top of the industry. Yeah, they are. They're like a, they at all of the huge big events out in America. Staple. And they've, yeah, yeah, staple, yeah no, they're yeah. staple. They're like Sensi Seeds in Amsterdam, yeah, and Barney's Farm. Or, I'm yeah. sure I've got Barney's Farm a souvenir seed from, uh, from you and Jules. Okay, maybe. I put everything away <laughs> at the backup museum yeah. in case there's a fire or something, you know. <laughs> and you'll never go wrong with in-house genetics either. So I'd, we'd just like to say thank you to everybody that we bumped into at the expo or that came past our stall and uh, supported us by buying t-shirts and manifestos. I hope you've all read them and that you're going to give us a full report very soon. And for supporting our raffle, we did draw, yes. draw our raffle winner on Sunday. He's been contacted. Um, I can't remember his name, but his prize is on his, his way to Yeah. So yes. if you're watching and you were the raffle winner, you know who you are. Yeah. But thanks to everybody who was so generous to give us, I mean, look at all of this beautiful flowers of cannabis that we have to Beautiful flowers from tonight. Africa, as Daniela oh. says on Facebook. Lisa wants to know when's the next 420 event? Ours or in general? If you're oh, looking for in for general, hang on until the end of the program. We've got a little section called Weekly Calendar. I'll tell you what's coming up this weekend. 
So our next 420 event, uh, well, we don't really know. At the moment, it's been a really crazy year, so we're just looking forward to having a bit of a break over December. But you know that you can always contact us on, via our social media channels. You can phone Charles on our office phone. Uh, you can get hold of us on our website contact form, fieldsofgreenforall.org.za. And then uh, to do this like, like, share, subscribe, thing, 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 uh, we always forget to remind you. Uh, we climb it up quite nicely on our subscribers, uh, I think. Yeah, and thank I think you, everyone. The word is getting around, and so. thank you for spreading the word on your social media too. Uh, Rion made us a really fantastic new little promo video that you might have seen on social media today. If you see that little video, um, then share it as well. Uh, repost it on your Instagram, we'd really appreciate it. And thanks, uh, Boomslang, for making that great little intro promo video for us. Um, you know, here on the Hotbox Show, we're always having to juggle uh, speaking about serious stuff and smoking really amazing weed and speaking mm. about funny stuff. And, and tonight, um, before, we, before we speak to our guests, I just want to have a little talk about what happened in the Zoom meetings with the Department of Justice this week. So on Saturday last week, uh, we all received emails. For some reason, I just happened to be checking my emails at quarter past five on a Saturday afternoon. And um, received emails inviting us all to a Zoom meeting with the government, which turned out to be Tuesday and Wednesday from 9.30 in the morning till about 2.00 in the afternoon. I think Wednesday was only in the morning. And, you know, we'd already planned our weeks. And here we had to just drop everything. We had a big Fields of Green for All meeting about some serious stuff. Um, we tried to sort of listen to it in the background, but eventually we, we switched it off. Um, and we've watched bits of it since then. But basically what it was, was the Department of Justice, they have the, the, the committee that sits, that's been considering the, the Cannabis for Private Purposes Bill. And you know, in uh, January this year, we put in all of our responses to the bill, and we've had the public hearings. Now this was the department's comments on all of our, uh, on all of our contributions. And basically what they have done is they have just reverted back to the original bill, they've dug their heels in, they haven't listened to us, and what they are going to be giving us is a cannabis for private purposes bill that would never pass constitutional muster. Mm -hmm. So handed us on a, on a platter is the opportunity to now go back to yeah, plus halfway back through to the court. halfway through the Zoom they switched off the chat. Yes. Which means we don't want to know what you have to say, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. <clears throat> So I must say that it, there has been a bit of a gloomy cloud <laughs> over the fields of Greenfall office this week, you know. And I think we're all of us activists across South Africa, if you were paying attention, it's really not good news. And it's, we don't know whether to be angry or sad or exasperated or what. Nicholas Heinemann wrote a really good article in the Daily Maverick. Go and read it. It's, it's not very long and it just puts it all into a nutshell. Um, you know, we just came out of the Cannabis Expo, we all saw each other for the first time in uh, 18 months, you know, two years, we hadn't seen each other, we had such fun at the Expo, we were feeling positive, and then boom, here come the Department of Justice. I was crying for, with joy at the Expo, at seeing yeah. people and 
Yeah, and then all of this, and it was, it has been like a cloud, punctuated yes. yeah, bursts of colorful language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a story on these two webinars that just appeared about an hour ago on Cannabis Africa. Oh, okay. Go, yeah. summary. go over, go on over to <coughs> Cannabis Africa, you know, they always have really, really good, succinct reporting on cannabis issues. So, uh, Filter Green for All just totally rejects um, everything that the Department of Justice have to say. As much as um, they reject yeah, yeah. mentioning You know, our we, just, we just can't anymore. It's been 11 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously we are consulting with our legal teams and everything, so we can't say what's what. I mean, goodness only knows if we have to go back to court where we're going to find the money. But uh, we were saying that on a positive note, we are so, our, our community is so much bigger now, and in a lot, a lot of ways, so much wealthier. Um, I'm hoping that businesses yeah. will start getting behind us. For, for the so. trial of the plant 2017, we were very much on renegade mission. Nobody yeah. was prepared to put their business name behind us. Yeah, it was we were a, bit a risky, mission. Yeah. It was a real mission. Yeah. Like this is why we're so grateful for our affiliates because Landscape even back then they were willing to stand with us. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so maybe this time big business will actually come out and go, hey dudes, we want to sell yeah. our stuff in clicks, we want to sell our stuff in <clears throat> We have said that we're happy to sit down at the table and talk, but it seems that government doesn't want to talk. Bakers, no. biscuits, where are you? I've got so many payoff lines to give you. Come back us, man. We no, exactly. eat your stuff when we're stoned. Support <laughs> us who support you. So it was a bit of a Debbie Downer this week, I must say. It was just like, well, here we go again. And it all comes down to the evidence. And it all comes down to the evidence of the harms of cannabis mm, yeah. that have never been ventilated. Yeah. And that is, of course, um, one of the things that I spoke about in my talk at the, at the expo was our 10 crisis points. And you know, those 10 crisis points haven't changed. We've had those crisis points since the beginning. Yeah. They've maybe become a little bit more refined. So we'll just have to carry on shouting a bit, a bit louder and a bit louder. Sure. So um, we're, we're not very impressed with all of that that went on mm -hmm. this week. No. But you know what? If you hashtag know your Dacher farmer and if you are around this beautiful plant, the plant will take care of us. It really will. We'll take care of us. We must just keep listening, observing, mm. learning, and being true to ourselves and our integrity. You know? sure. Sometimes I think that our, our friends who are here with us in the studio will know that it's really, really important from a journalist's point of view to always hold your integrity because you're putting, your, you're putting your, yourself out there very, very much in the public eye about what you write. You know? But I think as an industry, if you take everybody who is at the expo, I think that the, the majority of people in the cannabis industry have got an amazing, amazing level of, of integrity. Yeah. And that's what we've got to shine through to all of this. And that's yeah. my message for the government, is come and sit in front of me and tell me what, what harm cannabis yeah. is doing, you know? And mm. because they're looking down their noses mm. at us. Besides for the harm that they're causing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so rant over. <laughs> rant over in the uh, Fields of Green update. Remember, uh, you can support us by sharing us on your social media and you can go to our website and clicking on donate and becoming a member of the Green Network. We'd really appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, All places, Twitter. I think necessary rant because if you're passionate about the plant and, and the things that it can do for the community, 
then you, you should yeah, celebrate your culture and go to the expos and all those things. But don't forget about the harsh yeah, yeah. realities of the people who yeah. are being arrested down the road from the expo yeah. Yeah. that we were all making money out of as, as this whole collective industry. But, but that guy doesn't have privileged weed, so he gets arrested. Yeah. So yeah. just be aware. It know, all comes down to bad policies, and I think that that's the first uh, topic about uh, this week's CBDNN. Charles going to tell us about bad policies. Yeah, uh, Myrtle's rant's over, but mine is not. So, and also the tragedy is going to be more, and comedy only later maybe. International experts damning indictment. SA's drug policies harshly affect the poor, drug users frequently tortured. Uh, this is a story from Cannabis Africa. Um, it's about research that was done by a body that is appointed by the United Nations. They call it the Global Drug Policy Index. <clears throat> the research was about harm reduction and drug policy. They evaluated us on various different um, criteria, and I would just like to read six of those that, uh, that stood out for me. Human rights violations. Okay. How often are suspects in drug cases subject to violence or torture by the police? Frequently. That's for South Africa. To what extent does arbitrary arrest and detention for drug offences exist? To a very large extent. What is the country's score on the World Bank Fair trial indicator moderately restricted? I, I'm not sure what that actually means. But the, <laughs> the answer was equity of impact of criminal justice responses, 8 out of 100. It doesn't sound very good. No, it doesn't. Um, to what extent does enforcement of drug policy disproportionately impact certain ethnic groups? To a very large extent. Mm -hmm. Now that implies racism. And for a country like South Africa that prides itself in ending apartheid, this is really, really bad um, from the government to yeah. be that racist, actually, yeah. in their policies. They need to seriously go and have a look at it's what's really going on on law. the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then number five, um, to what extent does enforcement of drug policy disproportionately impact women to a large extent? Yeah. yeah. And to what extent does enforcement of drug policy disproportionately impact low-income groups to a very large extent? Now, it feels agreed we're always hampering on about the, the uh, equal rights for all people, especially when it comes to cannabis in South Africa. And it just seems that uh, we're not being listened to. Uh, here, the United Nations clearly illustrated you know, that things are not, not um, safe and sound. No, they're not. No, how do you feel about that? We ranked really, well, really know, low. I always come back to our crisis points and the various government departments working in silos. And... I've been calling out the Department of Social Development quite a lot now because where are they in this? Because yeah. that is obviously their departments, the harms of drugs, you know, because they they control yeah, all this the, is their game. All where the are government they? rehabs and the rehabs are our biggest opponents, yeah. always have been, okay? So where is the Department of Social Development? Because though the 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 uh, Zoom meetings that we had this week, um, it sounded, they were speaking exactly like the people from social development speak yeah. about how, all the harms and how our yeah. children are all going to be uh, stoned all day. And, Back oh, down at us. Yeah, and we're all going to drive stone and cause yeah. crashes and kill people and drink and smoke together and all of that. So 
there's, it's all about that crisis point of the government working in silos. Yeah. Of that, this person does this, and this person does that, mm. and that person does that, and then we we score so low on this global drug policy and index, which is a completely neutral study. Mm. It's completely, and it will be used in the United Nations to rate various yeah. countries. Yeah. But will ever anything ever happen? You know, in the next meetings in Vienna in March, mm. it's going to be more blah, blah, blah. It seems know? the state is very quick to justify <coughs> a regulation or a policy by saying the United Nations said this and that's mm -hmm. how the scheduling works. But yeah. when it comes to this, they're faltering every time. So I think I mean, this, this creates... We've got such bad know, ratings here. This just really puts us in the spotlight and is really quite embarrassing on... Yeah. As far as, the, as far as global drug it's policy very is concerned, you know? One little part of me, however, is, a little, is quite proud because yes. Norway scored number one, and that is my ancestral home. Okay. Like yeah. with the best harm reduction and some of the best harm reduction. Yeah, I know, but, but when it comes to cannabis in Norway, you can get bust for smell. Zero tolerance. So Norway's not that great. So it's not that great. Uh, ancestor fail. Ancestor fail. Ancestor But they don't have torture. They don't have abuse of minorities. And their prisons look like hotels. Exactly. Snoop Dogg was arrested there. And, and you probably yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, you always see those man. You always see those pictures of those Scandinavian jails and think, well, okay, I could just spend the weekend. Oh, I'm going to do some tax fraud there. Exactly. So, Dale, what's up in your next news article? Back to Kimberley, are Yes, we? the Kimberley Rusters are marching for land and licenses. So just the Rastas and Bafasa, yeah? And Bafasa. So the Rastas and Bafasa have come together with the Northern Cape Cannabis <coughs> Development Council to march, uh, which was on the 8th of November at their, okay. at their courts in, in Kimberley. Um, th that was, that was um, to say that soccer has no say <laughs> in the medicines that they're making. Right. Ah, okay. So, so they're excluded from absolutely everything and foreign companies and foreign company owners are allowed to come in and make money. It's, it's true. exploitation. This is, this is it's exploitation, right. not just of our people, but of the land and our resources. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And because I think they aren't able to do they, it themselves. They should really, the government should really remember the gains that have been made by our very First Nations people here in South Africa. Yeah. I mean, they've won um, uh, court cases for skeletium. Yeah. So they really, they really went and made a mockery of what the government has said about the reform in cannabis, um, which is the same as what you were saying earlier. Yeah. They have called to open finance gates. So they want to be, and I quote, we are making a call. We say open the gates of finance and empower black people. Give us land and licenses. Unlock the money. Develop the people. We are there as black farmers, but there is no platform for us to try and acquire the land. He said, it is not fair. It is not a fair race at all, my brother. Now, if we get licenses out of the picture, they, then they wouldn't have to be having to try and get financing yeah. for these over-inflated Yeah, yeah the one thing that's wrong here is that they're still asking for permission. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. shouldn't have to ask yeah. for permission. Yeah. And for, for many years, they've been racially profiled. You know? oh, yes. It's not easy to spot the rest down the side of the road and pull him over and know that he has weed. And it's so an sad. easy arrest for the officer yeah, exactly. who goes and abuses yeah. a person. Well, or a sticker yeah. on the back of your car, or the shirt you're wearing, or the music you're listening That's to. All That's all profiling. I've been pulled over because I had a dachy leaf on my face mask. They do it. Yeah. They yeah. will. Yeah. And it's not fair, you know, the black farmers, they want empowerment. They already have the land. 
They want to farm cannabis. All they need to do is to be allowed to, to do it without yeah, getting arrested. Head of the CDC in the Northern Cape, uh, identified as Cabela, said that people in Kimberley are still continually being arrested on the streets on a daily basis and they have the most traumatic experiences in the country of the most horrendous police stations. Yeah. It's not fancy little buildings like we were talking about in Norway earlier. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, it's no, not. No. I don't think you want to be in the police no. holding cells in So Kimberley. how could they even reach the level where they could acquire land if they're constantly being arrest, harassed mm. and arrested and they can't even build themselves up to the point where they can acquire anything? I think the sad thing with a lot of that is that um, it needs development. You need, it needs to start from mm. from a grassroots level. Uh, you know, land is land, but out there, I'm not so sure about going weed out there in the hills outside water. Kimberley. Yeah. You know, there's no water. Mm. Even if they so, get permission, if they get a license, and it's, that's the way. They're not yeah. going to be able to do it because all exactly. the government cares about is the license. What about the yeah. factory that's going to make the socks and the bricks yeah. for the next township? Yeah, and yeah. like and like they're saying, the, the the whole reform is set up racially against them because it's set up for the people in in, in nice areas with with land to grow cannabis. Yeah, and like you're saying, space. how can they all grow their cannabis? all on their own where they live on their tiny little property. It has to be a whole development land. project that's so going to take 20 years. Right. Yeah. So, so just free the plant. All of it. Yeah, not all of it. I mean, how you can know, we just be entertaining just big business while people are being arrested? Yeah. We just shouldn't not. even be yeah. entertaining big business while people are being arrested. Yeah. It's yeah. really straight as simple as that. And I mean, even if those people in Kimberley have to realize that they can't grow large-scale cannabis out there, that they need to make another sort of plan within the within mm. the industry because of the lack of water Production. and you know they're on the western side of south africa i think that it all comes down to the these the whole thing of the the, the rights of the traditional people in our country mm. we know our, up in kimberley it's mainly nama people um who have been here for very 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 many centuries um and i think it goes back to to that, it's not really the cannabis anymore. It goes back to the way that those people have been disenfranchised mm. for so many thousands of years. Mm. And we've got to get that right first, then the rest will, will otherwise we're just going to have big Dutch or American or Canadian companies going and coming and giving the oak a job. Mm. You yeah. know? And paying a minimum wage. Yeah. So at minimum wage, there's no community upliftment at minimum wage. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. But Big ups to Bafasa, big ups to the guys from Kimberley for shouting louder. Because it's not the first time they're either. No, we've marched yeah. with them before. Charlotte and I were there. Yeah. yeah. So, we like Dr. So Lennox. Lovely activism. Thank lovely you very actors. much. Yeah. And then on the other end of, of, of this, we've just been talking about big business coming in to take advantage of, of Africa. My story is quite the opposite. It's Africa um, asking someone from America to, if they can please take advantage of his fame. So, Malawi has approached um, heavyweight boxing great Mike Tyson um, to be a brand ambassador for the Southern African country's budding medicinal cannabis industry in a bid to attract investment. So he's been asked to bring his expertise and help start mass production as a member of National Cannabis Industry Association in the United States. He has had as yet to respond. No. Uh, uh, pity they're still arresting their citizens in Malawi. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> the cool thing is, uh, Mark Tyson has a sort of um, uh, 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 like a, like people know his his business and his company yes. in the mm. states. You know, it's mm. like a resort mm. almost, and yeah. he's doing very well economically. Around. He's proven 
that, yeah. that it can it's be like something. It's like a cannabis Disneyland or something, yeah. isn't something it? Something like yeah. that, yeah. He's, he's long advocated for legalization. Um, he launched his own brand of wheat products apparently last month as well. Okay. So, yeah, that, I suppose Malawi's no, just hoping a big finished. name like that yeah. will really yeah. help. They're not a very big country. Reform shouldn't be as difficult there as it is here, you know. It's less decisions, less people, less land, less to manage, less to organize. What, in Malawi? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, we, saw, we saw some of Mike Tyson's products for sale when we went to that huge big weed hypermarket in Las Vegas. <laughs> when we went to <laughs> America in 2018. And so they have these little, these kind of display cabinets with each different product and they had the Mike, Mike Tyson thing, vape pens and weed and whatever and whatever. It was all very slick and very expensive and very what. I mean, it yeah, seems okay. like when I think of his products in Las Vegas, that weed-a-rama, I can't even remember what it was called, Planet, <laughs> Planet 21, yeah, something it was Planet like that. Something, yeah. something Planet. yeah. Uh, and then when I think of visiting Malawi last November and staying with my dear friends on the shores of the lake, mmm, mmm, <laughs> never the two shall meet, wow, no. yeah. No. Yeah. Celebrities and cannabis. I saw recently that Justin Bieber started a cannabis brand called Peaches. Oh, okay. And then I saw people... You know, a lot of people don't like him. He's a very popular pop star, but some people don't like him. But Justin is giving a percentage of his business to the Last Prisoner Project. Oh, wow. Steve okay. D'Angelo. I was just going to so, say, I'm not a fan of Bieber's Peaches, but yeah. I might just have to become oh, a fan. I'm not a fan of his music project. either, but that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, that's so a very good news story. Mm, that yeah. is. Cool, man. Mertz, I think you and I should skip out for a bit. Yeah, and we're going to do our guests come thing. in. Charles and Dale are going to be chatting to JC and Bliss from Scafe magazine. For the first time we're in our studio. Yeah, yeah. So excuse us while we do a little shift around. <laughs> Bliss, Bliss is getting attacked by the cats, guys. At least. So yeah, for, in the studio for the first time, Bliss and Jesse, right? Thank you for having us, guys. Yes. Thank you very much for having us. It's, uh, it's although cool although Scapeco <laughs> is no stranger, the name itself to our show, we we have spoken about it on multiple occasions, <laughs> and I'm yes. sure most people watching will probably know the brand itself. No, but we really do appreciate that, and we hope we're just doing our best, you know, in the community to kind of get there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if there's anyone who's spoken to pretty much everyone in the industry, it's it's you guys. You know, I've seen you guys everywhere from Joburg to Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we try obviously get around to you know each and every nook and cranny of the industry. You know, just to try and shed a bit of light um, to all the little should I say peaches <laughs> of the industry. You know what I'm saying? And to collect stories. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. as we do that uh, along the way. You guys have a nice short URL, scafe.co. That's the whole website, right? Yeah, that that's is, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Just obviously makes it easier for the student <laughs> to remember. Very yeah. easy. Very easy. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a, a quite a big online presence right now. Yes. We do a lot of interviews and videos and um, Tell us more about your online presence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We so we have our Facebook pages. We've got our page and our group, uh, newsfeed group. That's uh, we post a lot of articles on there um, that just cover everything in the market, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, our Instagram following is also quite quite big. We, I always do my live videos on there. Everyone knows me from that. But yeah, yeah, we're growing steadily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. going well. I see bliss in front of the camera a lot. What's your <laughs> job? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly. That wasn't actually my job, you know what I mean? Um, it just actually came, I'll say, as a package deal. Um, I just happened to be in a position where 
you know what, we had to do it. And I mean, according to the lady behind the camera. <laughs> so apparently it was a thing of, it was on the spot kind of, you know, I was put on the spot and she, her way of encouraging me to do it was that she said to me, you know what, literally every time I have turned on the camera, you've just literally gone into, yeah. you know, into that act. So I just, I guess. <laughs> but you did well. No, I appreciate that. Um, and I mean, it's, it all boils down to my passion for the plant. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's anyone that knows me or anyone that has come across me, like, is no stranger to my love for the plant. I, I actually, I have so much passion for it where I am so blasé to the fact that, you know what, we're not still fully allowed to have it. But everywhere I go, like, if I'm not allowed to <laughs> kind of smoke there, yeah. I just won't come there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I, I'll rather just not come there, you know what I mean? It's if the just... place isn't weed-friendly, I avoid it. True. <laughs> like, and and, they, and they're not, not weed-friendly until they come up to me and say, stop smoking. True. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong until someone's like, okay, cool, like, listen, you're doing mm. something wrong. <laughs> so, so you guys at the expo for four days, right? Yeah, we yeah. Have you done it before, expert? Yeah, That's what you might be asking me. And well, what's your takeaway from there? Well, we haven't been to the previous one, so we're not sure how those went. Yeah. But this one was definitely an eye-opener in terms of the local business and what uh, the local market is, try is trying to offer, what they're trying to achieve. Mm. Um, there are a lot of products there that we have never seen before. I saw amazing, innovative products that a guy, uh, a guy is producing that I've never seen anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, basically looks like a mini laboratory <coughs> and yeah it's just amazing to see that South Africans are, are, are actually trying to take a grab of this you know the industry and everything like that and trying to make something of it no, so we're ready trying, for more yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's I think that was the, the major turning point for me in terms of the explore that I experienced now mm -hmm. yeah. well for me <laughs> like it was Again, it was a, it was a first for me, um, and I was very excited to be there. In fact, it was it was very it was very should I say heartwarming, obviously to to kind of the little bit of a journey that I've had in the cannabis industry, where like he said, you know, I've, we've been from here to play. It was kind of nice to kind of to see all of that, mm -hmm. you know, also down here where we are. You know what I mean? The cannabis industry, you know, from the vast areas of the the country. Yeah, you know, the expo was so different from the. Plate cup, you know. You know what I mean. It was, it was different, but it was still amazing to see, um, you know, most of the people as well Players. as you know all the other like you know different people to kind of come together like you know in a, in an exhibition like that, mm. and and. I mean, the turnout, the turnout of people that were there, the visitors themselves, you know, everyone was in that, you know, that, that cannabis vibe, I like to call it, you know, that, mm. for lack of a better word, that blissful vibe, you know yeah, what I mean? There was that, definitely <laughs> a bond between so everybody. Yeah, yeah there, there was. You don't and find in other industries. So it wasn't a space much, of, like, super competitiveness, no, you know, no, as it, most it, industry markets would be. Now, now that being said, like I, I'm, I'm someone that I always like to voice my opinion. Did you feel some like, competition? No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, I just like to. I, I, I'm someone where, and, and I can see from the corner of my eye, someone just giggling <laughs> in the background there. I, I, I'm very much someone that I like to voice my opinion, whether it be, whether someone's gonna see it in a certain kind of light. Yes, I do take, take precaution in not stirring up anything, but I just find it kind of. Less than pleasing that I'm at a cannabis expo, but I cannot smoke weed freely. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I can't smoke cannabis freely. I'm being ushered away from the smoking corner to go and become a member and pay some sort of 
fee yeah. to be able to use cannabis at a cannabis expo. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, 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 I need for that. You, yeah. you, you know, like, yeah. I mean, like, and, and I got, the way I got approached by it, about it, by the people I got approached by, it was yeah. like it, for two days straight, like I, I went through that, but I obviously didn't say anything because I mean... It's an annoyance, it, it, I understand. You know, the first few expos, we weren't allowed to smoke at all. At least there was an option, even though you had to join a club, but uh, there yeah. was an option this time. No, the, true. The thing Do you guys like, want to maybe hold up your magazines to the camera a bit? Yeah, so it's a collection of history. That's what yeah, I see. Yeah, how many so issues have you got? Okay, well, so these are the, these are the three that have been, that have been out printed. Um, we, we have a fourth one online at the moment with the print copy on the way um, soon. Okay, where can people get the print copy? So basically you can get these print copies um, you know, at any, your, any local grow shops, whether it be private member clubs okay. across the country. Mm. You know what I mean? And that, that was one of the, 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 the positives, should I say, of the trip that we did where we, we kind of brought light to all the different, you know, hidden gems we could find along the way. So if you know we've been to your city, you've seen any video that, you know, in and around your city, you can just pop into any local grow shop there, as well as you can order them online okay. um, if you would like to do Big that. distributors like P&A, for example, the big newspaper outlets, have you tried them? Well, or would they not touch anything cannabis I related? I don't think they would actually touch it because we offer the free seed. Yeah. I don't think they would touch it. Funny. Uh, yes. mm. On the se on the cover, there's a free seed. So yeah, with every issue, you get a free seed. So with every issue comes with a free seed. And for this third one, actually, we added a little bit of a, a gift coupon inside. Okay. And a grind I just... But just what is the seed? Is it Majat or is it something <laughs> expensive and That's rare? Well, as it says on the mag, it's a cup. It's a cup winner from Royal Queen Seeds. Oh, yeah. That's um, good. Um, that's so the pink one is a critical, and the green one is Northern Lights. Okay. One photo period and one auto. Oh, okay. yeah. That Northern Lights, um, I grew one of those as well from the magazine. Oh, it was yes. pretty good. Oh, no. oh you did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it flowered through winter, so as a Northern Lights plant, that's kind of what I wanted it to do. Yes. You know, flower in the cold. Yes. And it really was special. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Do you guys grow? <laughs> I don't grow. Have I, you tried? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at growing. I kill everything. Kill everything. Everything green related, I kill it. Um, but um, uh, uh, my uncle's actually a grower. Well, he was. He passed away quite a few years ago. And he was an exceptional grower. Okay. Exceptional, like 2.5 meter plants. Is that where your interest is from? Yeah, because I mean, uh, he was arrested so many times for duck position and smoking and everything mm -hmm. like that. And I always felt I was like... Uh, why, why does this have to be? Uh, he was in jail for like six months, three months, six months, whatever the case would be. And we, uh, the whole family treated him like, a, like basically like a criminal. What all he was doing was treating himself. He, that's, that's all he was doing. He was mm. smoking the plant that he wants to smoke and was treating himself. So a lot um, of the family didn't like him. Oh no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> but, but you, you thought know, he was quite a hero, right? Actually, <laughs> yeah, but what actually happened was, um, when, uh, just before he passed away, like about a year or two before he passed away, the rest of the family started to like cannabis. They really started to like cannabis. Like everyone was Because people cannabis. read and they have Google, you know. It's, it's time to find out if they you don't found, know. If I smoke this thing, I'm actually going to feel a lot better than what I feel right now. Um, I'm actually going to, you know, holistically feel better and, you know, healthily feel and better. Sleep better and you have balance exactly. in your system and, your, exactly. and the cannabinoids are flowing. And, and well, yeah, one of my aunts that's like, this was completely against us. She loves it now because uh, one of my cousins was actually diagnosed with Crohn's disease, mm. and he's using he's using cannabis to treat that right now, and it's working amazingly. So, and and you've built a really cool platform to share these kinds of experiences exactly. with that's, people that's, who can open their eyes. You know what mm, I mean? That's exactly what we. Why, why a magazine? 
Well, that's mm -hmm. that's the point we're trying to bring across. Or besides the businesses that we're trying to, you know, uh, showcase to the country or, or every, everyone, or audience, everything like that, we want to give, we want to uh, tell the stories that people are not willing to tell. Like, for example, the cannabis pregnancy stories that we publish in the, the second half of that magazine. I don't think there's anyone that would, would, would be willing to tell that story because of how policy dangerous that is. Yeah, I read Kunita's story and I thought it was quite commendable. Exactly. And well that's, done, Kunita. That's, that's the type of stories that we want to publish. That's the type mm -hmm. of stories that we want to tell. Yeah. yeah. There's always questions, you know. We try and collate the questions from the Field of Greed mm -hmm. uh, website into the FAQ, but there's mm -hmm. always more questions. <coughs> exactly. Every day there's more. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Your family? Who smokes weed in your family? <laughs> Only you, yes? Well, funny enough, <laughs> funny enough no. Um, uh, my dad actually does. And, well, let me say, he. when I was younger, I, knew, I always knew my dad smoked weed because, there's, again, like a, a kid, there's always that funny smell, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he actually stopped for a while due to you know, certain health issues that he actually went through. And... You know what, obviously me growing up, I, I obviously started smoking weed, I loved smoking weed, but I, like any other kid, just obviously had to keep it away from my dad, you know? Yeah. And little did I know that my dad on that side also, hmm, that funny smell, you know what I mean? And he obviously just had nothing to say about it, really. And over time, it got to a point where, you know, he started, he, with, well, let me say, after I started, you know, working with Skateco and after I, you know, kind of, went a little bit deeper into the cannabis industry i feel like it it it, awa it awakened his love again or his he, his positive perception towards the plant again should i say you know yes. what I mean? because i at one stage then received a call from him saying okay cool i'm um, listening i need you to get me you know like uh, cbd oil and i was i was like shocked like excuse me <laughs> you know and yes. from that it went to the to a point where like for years i had actually just sat in one of my daydreams was yeah, I wish actually my dad would smoke a joint with me because he was scolding me the one day and he was smoking a joint while doing it and I thought to myself you know if we just smoked that joint together but like all of this would be better you know yeah, resolve it yeah Make and, peace. and it got to it got to a day where yeah I was literally smoking on his balcony and he came outside and just smoked just chatted to me for a little bit and next thing I know he's like yeah just pass me that for, and I was <laughs> and yeah, so so basically, I know that he still he he uses it these days, but you know, on a more medicinal level, you know what I mean. Where you know, I try I try my possible best to obviously source the best things to kind of help his. Yeah, I think as we stoners get older, it becomes more medicine and less mm. recreation. Mm. <laughs> well, if you guys get the chance to smoke with your parents, treasure the moment. Yeah, treasure treasure yeah. that moment. But now, but now we've got to move on to our shitolit. Joe yeah. made a really cool. We're gonna get you guys to help us choose uh, the Instagram later, but for now we can do shitolit, right, Joe? What's cooking good looking? That's what you might be asking when you see this rare Rick and Morty glass juice box collectible. comes with a built-in diffused downstem and quartz banger for your concentrates so you can literally tote right out of the box with ease. This particular juice box has really cool graphics combining two cult classics, Walter White meet Rick Sanchez.
There are two other Rick and Morty designs in the range. Enter the Portal and Pickle Rick. The height of the juice box is 10 centimeters, 18 and a half when you include the straw. The diffused downstem is not detachable and the banger is a 14 millimeter female. This diffuser consists of a series of slits along the bottom of the downstem. So if you're not familiar with diffuser downstems or despise maintaining your bong, this is probably your best bet. This piece fits comfortably in your hand, there's no backsplash when inhaling and it's really easy to clean. I fell in love as soon as I saw the juice box design. The fact that it's a cool Rick and Morty design was simply a double bonus. You can buy this super cool dab rig at www.420.co.za Guys, guys, okay, <laughs> so I mean, pass along, have a look, I know where my heart lies on this one, it is lit AF for me. It's nice, it's easy to hold, it's user friendly. It's like I'm I've never really been a big Rick and Morty fan, but I mean this is this is lit. Yeah. This is breaking capital. bad Rick, Rick and Morty. This is like that's next level. Everything that's cool that's rolled into that's one. Amazing. That's amazing. Square glass too, that's yeah. I would only smoke that. <laughs> yeah, well course. that's it, that's it. Of course, this is just the average, yeah. That's it. Lit AF. Lit. AF. AF, AF capital. Definitely. Definitely. Guys in the studio? Lit. I, I like it, Joe. This is really, 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 really cool, and um, it will be joining my 420.co.za. I did say in the in the video, so you can pop online. Ooh, um, it is on special currently right now. If you go to www.420.co.za, it is 475 bucks only. So it's on special. How long does the special last? Till Saturday. So there's free shipping nationwide. Free shipping nationwide. The Ooh, man himself oh, is in the oh, house, dude. Wow. Free shipping, that's great. So there are three designs of this. The pickle rick is more green. The enter the portal is more of a blue one. Um, they are uh, highly recommended. I highly recommend it. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing. I'm rushing a little bit through because we are starting to run a little bit on the late side. But we are not going to cut short. We're going to get through every single thing we wanted to. Including Instagram, and you guys have got the hard decision this evening on choosing the winner. We've got five or six okay. uh, finalists chosen. Right. We're going to run through them on the screen up there for you. Okay. Please pick your favorite, and they will get sent a lovely prize, including a Scafeco magazine, it's a kind of a it's including old. some it's edibles from the Cookie a Man Bakery. What else is it including? So for Instagram, you guys have to either tag us or use the hashtag HotboxShow or HotboxShowZA. Yes. Those are the three channels we check. But we receive so many photos, guys, and we go through them before the show and we select our favorites, things that we could, could look through quickly on the show with you. Last week's winner, check your Instagram. Yeah, last week's winner, check your Instagram. Yeah, please check your Instagram last week's winner. Oh, wait, we did the week before, yes. The bro 10th. Oh, that's a nice class. That's dripping. That's dripping. Live. 
That is super cool. So that's father and son tree art. So does that mean that that's been like a, a dad and son bonding project? Mm. That, that's like a heartwarming story yeah, right there, great. hey? If that story is attached to that, then that would definitely take yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. But for me, I think it's between that and that close-up. That close-up with that. That close-up with that. Yeah, that close-up would be very nice. Oh, with the, the oil drop. Hell. Mm. Sour diesels. Decision. So, mm. Saturdays. Okay, so I've, I've like taken it down to so just a two. Yeah. Okay. Like, I've done my part. How's that? So. <laughs> okay. Close up is going to come up again. Okay. Let's see the close up again. Oh, look at that as well. Sure. Sure. That's frosty. Sure. That's a new name as well. What is that? It's a black haze. So I think hit that bomb. Hit that bomb. Mm -hmm. Okay, hit, hit that bomb. Check your inbox after the show for a message. Well, tomorrow. Check your inbox. <laughs> 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 or DM us your details. I think we have it. Congratulations, we're going to send you an amazing, amazing prize. Congratulations with that bomb. Last thing we get, need to get to this uh, this evening is the Weedley Calendar events coming up this weekend. Um, Friday, the joint have got their new pop-up kitchen, Sub Rosa Cucina. They will be hosting the Friday Foodie Fiesta. Fun begins at 4.20pm. Uh, the menu consists of a tasty tapas catering for meat lovers and vegetarians. On Saturday in East London at the Cypressdale Country Venue uh, from 12 p.m. till late Saturday and Sunday due to the weather. Um, it's going to be a 420 event, live music, fire dances, 420 specialist stalls, munchies, all in a chilled outdoor venue. 100 rand tickets, please, you have to get your tickets online. There will be no tickets for sale at the gate. Um, so, as the fire dancers onto Stone, right? yeah, no. <laughs> actually, Stone was the best way for me to do fire dancing. I used to do it, I used to have so much fun. Also, on Saturday, Mary Jane's Hacienda, um, they have got uh, the loft striking back again. This time, it's bigger, it's better. Mm. Mm, Mary Jane's is amazing. Yeah, Expect everything from techno to UK funky and everything in between. They promise a good sound journey, second to none with a cheeky sound upgrade just to add cherry on top. Tickets for that are on Howler. Um, and we do have on Instagram, please go to, is it the, our hotbox? We've shared the post. Yeah, our hotbox shows profile. We shared the post. Uh, says the loft on the image. Mm -hmm. And you guys simply have to share it to your story and tag somebody and then you stand a chance to win. We've got uh, two tickets, two free tickets to give away for Saturday's event for Mary Jane's Hacienda. Please make sure you're in Joburg if you're entering. The venue is in Kensington. Right, then on Sunday, Cookie Man Bakery over the entire weekend is having their opening uh, event. Uh, but Sunday specifically, they've got the Green Market. Uh, this is at 146 Wheatfontein Box, uh, Road in Boxburg. Uh, Green Market is from 10 until 4.20. And then after that, upstairs for giveaways and all sorts of amazing things. And at the joint and hearties, they've got live jazz for brunch. Mm -hmm. Breakfast will be available. This will be from 11 o'clock 
That's presented by the Joint Coffee House and Sub Rosa Cucina. I hope I'm saying that right. I don't think I'm saying that right. <laughs> and that's what's happening that's 420 friendly that we know of this weekend. I know that there's more stuff coming up next weekend. The Greenside has their birthday on the 4th. There's stuff happening at Mary Jane's Hacienda on the 4th, but we'll get into that next week. I think in the meantime, we just want to say thank you. Ooh, ooh, poll results, poll results. We, we're just waiting for our poll results on to which quote you thought was the best and most appropriate, your favourite for the cannabis <laughs> industry. Um, what on earth is that pink cake doing there? Oh, there's, there's a pink cake here. There's a pink cake here because happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It was his birthday last weekend, Saturday, Friday. It's a Turkish delight cake, so it's rose flavored. Because you are a delight to us. I'm a delight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, while you have a look at that. Well, no. I think our Instagram one is in studio. Really? Yeah. Hit yeah. the yeah. Hey, hey. It's in the studio. Oh my god, he can take his prize with him. That's fantastic. <laughs> Do you want to go through the poll results there, So, we found three Mike Tyson quotes that could easily be related to the cannabis industry. Which is your favorite? I'm a dreamer, I have a dream, and reach for the stars. And if I miss the star, then I grab a handful of clouds. Only 33%. Okay, okay. As long as we preserve and endure, we can get anything we want. 56%. Because it's quite positive, isn't it? It is quite positive. And greatness is not guarding yourself from the people. Greatness is being accepted by the people. The lowest, 11%. 11%. Only one person. I so I see it's also Tiggy Zoll's birthday today. Uh, oh. Congratulations, Tiggy Zoll. Happy and birthday. he won the bong at the expo, Joe. Dude, he won a 20,000 rand hand-blown glass bong. It wow. came from California. Yes. It By was a ja the, the artist they've Jerome given us. Baker. Yeah, Jerome Baker. Jerome Baker. Yeah. Brew. This thing was absolutely amazing. Uh, um, we might have an opportunity to have Kelly Boys in the studio next week. So uh, if you guys are watching, I'll, I'll contact you. But we, we had a bit of a chat um, to, to, for them to come in and, and, and show us some more of those handmade bonds. But Tiggy, like, congratulations and happy birthday. No, it's his account's birthday, not his birthday. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> happy unbirthday. <laughs> I think that that's us for this evening. We've yeah. run a little over time. I'm going to say I'd really, really like for you to stay safe and choose happy. And know your rights. And thanks, Skaper, for joining us tonight. Thank you guys very much for having us. It was a pleasure being in the studio. And light one up for Jules. Light one up for Jules, always.